We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Hello and welcome to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, and boy, do we have a show for you today. We have, we're talking about the movie The Jungle Book, Ratchet and Clank, Lily's Driftwood Bay, and Little Prince, the planet of the Bama Lollies. Hmm, very strange name. But we're going to start off the show with talking to you, Ryan and Triana, about the highly anticipated Jungle Book. Happy to have you guys on the show. So, um, Ryan, let's start off with you. What were your first impressions with this film? Well, my first impression of this film was that it was going to be, I guess, a remake of the original Jungle Book. And I was really excited for seeing that. And was it, did, did it meet your expectations? It did meet my expectations, but it kind of didn't stick to the original because I remember one of the characters, King Louie, like from the original, he's very small. But in this one, he's huge. And in some scenes, it was very intense. And I was surprised this was a PG film because there were many intense scenes and some of them made me jump so some were good and some were bad a very giant orangutan of Christopher Walken that is pretty intense I would agree with you there now Triana what did you think about this film I really enjoyed it I thought it was really amazing I really just loved the entertainment how everything went and it kind of related to the book a little bit but I'm not really into the jungle book that much but other than that I thought it was Awesome. Yes, Disney seems to be doing this thing where it's remaking a lot of its classic stories, but live action. And, I mean, my point of view on it is, as I'm excited for it, especially with Cinderella that came out, they add a modern twist to it, and it's pretty much giving the stories to a uh, more modern generation, which is fantastic, and they do stay true to the stories from what I've seen so far, but... What do you guys think about Disney do remaking the stories that've been told, but live action? Um, Ryan, I'll start with you. What I think about the remaking is like I think it's just making like showing, I guess the, the originals to the younger and like, younger genera- generations and new ones, and I guess I don't know, like maybe making it I don't know more entertaining for others certainly uh, Triana what about you I think it kind of related I, it just the movie really just made me want to read Jungle Book again and get more into Jungle Book because I just really just really enjoyed the movie like so much certainly now I will have to say that when I first saw the trailer I was kind of like I wasn't very much impressed I mean it's Jungle Book like it wasn't my favorite Disney film growing up I mean I remember the bare necessities of course but it just compared to Disney's giant library of films. I'm like, really? We're remaking Jungle Book out of all the films you could have remade? <coughs> Mulan or <coughs> Little Mermaid. But from what I'm seeing with the new trailers and the clips I've su- I've seen, I I'm blown away by the both the effects and the army, the the the, the cast. I mean, army. Well, every film takes an army, but this humongous cast. So let's talk about the voice acting in this film. Um, Ryan, what did you think about them? The voice acting, I would have to say, was pretty good. I remember Scarlett Johansson. It was as her playing Ka. She was pretty good. I like how they used the voice editing and made her voice have an echo. Christopher Walken, I felt like it, ma- like it was great acting for him to play King Louis. And 
I remember he he sang a song. It was like pretty good and entertaining and like funny at the same time. Bill Murray, I believe, played Baloo. He was pretty good. It was very funny. His acting, that's an example of acting in this film. Wait, this film does bring back the music? This is actually a musical? No, not really, because... Okay. No, because, like, a musical is, like, it always has music every, I guess, like, five minutes is not necessary. In this one, there's, like, four songs, and that's pretty much it. There's not, like, everyone sings in this. Oh, so, okay, well, I'm a bit surprised. I didn't think, I thought it was going to be, like, a... A totally a film that had no music whatsoever, but four songs. I mean, oh, do the characters sing these songs? I'm curious, actually. The characters, I believe, that sing songs would be... Not all the characters sing songs. I know that Christopher Walken, Scarlett Johansson, Baloo, and Mowgli sing Bare Necessities. Mowgli and Baloo sing that. Scarlett Johansson sings Trust Me. And uh, Christopher Walken, I forgot what song he sang. Not sure. I remember like what it was about, and I don't. I'm not sure what the last one was. I'm definitely surprised. I didn't think it was a musical. So another thing that kind of get me intrigued about this film. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host Keith Blakesley, and this show is sponsored by Lily's Driftwood Bay by End Circle Entertainment. We're also gonna be talking about. We're also gonna be talking about the films Ratchet and Clank. Little Prince and the Planet of the Balamas. So, we're going to continue our discussion about Jungle Book with Triana and Ryan. So, uh, Triana, what did you think about the voice acting in this film? Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty hilarious because I think the voice acting made the characters like seem more like real, like or more like realistic, even though they're not. So I really just loved it, and I think they went very well together. Like the voices in the film, they just kind of like met each other for each different part of each scene. Agreed. I mean, Idris Ipla as Shere Khan. I saw a clip, and he's got the booming voice. It's just so like I wouldn't say cringe. It just makes you just like goosebumps come up on like the hairs of your arms. It's just like oh, it just you're, you're freaked out by it. And of course, Ben Kingsley. I love him so much. And let's talk about the introduction of a new actor in his first appearance in film, Neil Sethi. Sethi, I believe that's how he pronounce it. Who plays Mowgli? What did you think about his acting in this film? Because he he's pretty much by himself with, unless the acting by himself because he's all CGI character. Ryan, I I would say his acting was pretty great for his first time in doing a featured film. He did a pretty good job. I love the. Uh, how he acted I love how I I love how he wasn't really I guess he wasn't like being a robot voice he had great acting he had good emotions like you can tell if he was happy or sad felt like he did a pretty good job playing as Mowgli and what about you Ariana? I think that character I think he did an amazing job I think because I think because he's like so young I think this was pretty awesome for his first time acting so I really just enjoyed him being Mowgli in this film, and I think really nobody really probably could have did it better. I think it just fit him the looks, like just everything, and he would just seem like so determined. And what a film to start out with! It's a, it's a lot of people seem to be enjoying it. It's a really blockbuster film. So let's talk about other amazing quality from what looks of the film is the cinematography and the locations, uh, the beautiful jungle locations. Uh, Triana, I'll start with you about what you thought about that. I really, I really, that really made me more into the film. I mean, I was actually just hanging on the end of my seat because 
of like the location and stuff i just really enjoyed it like the theme was so amazing and it just seemed so real especially with the 3d dimensional thing like i just i don't know it just was so awesome and i just really enjoyed the whole movie and everything about it and um I actually want to bring up uh, another question here. Since Disney is remaking live action, uh, ma- making re- live action versions of stories they've, they've told, or like Disney stories they've told, what do you two, what is a film that you want to see a live action remake of, Ryan? This is a very tricky question because there's like so many films that you can make into live action. Maybe Specifically the Disney films, I, I will add. Okay, well, I think it'll be probably, my mine would be like probably like Mulan because I could just imagine it being a live action film or, yeah, I guess I could, yeah, Mulan could be one. That's what I'm thinking of. That could be a live action film. Definitely. I like that idea. Triana, what do you think? I'm probably going to go like, well, one of the princess movies, but it'll probably have to be like, I think I would want Beauty and the Beast. That they actually are making remaking that one. They're actually going to be doing that soon, and I'm very excited because oh yeah, <laughs> yes, I would love to see that. That movie is really. I mean that that book is so awesome in the play. So not only is that a great idea, but hey, they already started making it. Wow, look at that. <laughs> Two great minds think alike. The industry and you. Look at that. Right. Well, no, I totally agree. I want to see Beauty and the Beast. I'm very excited for Mulan. Definitely. I don't know. I would like to see Little Mermaid. I don't know how they're going to do that. That's a, that would be a pretty hard film to make because a lot of it is underwater scenes. But who knows? Maybe Disney will uh, get their creative minds together and create some un- more wonderful films. But with the right. film we got, I am very ha- I'm happy that you guys really enjoyed this. Thank you so much for talking about Jungle Book. Oh, by the way, how many stars would you give this, Ryan? I would give this four out of five stars. And uh, Triana, what would be the age range for this film? I think it should be the ages from six to 18. Well, for everyone who wants to go check it out, please go see it. It is in theaters now. So you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Keeper Siebel Lexley, and this show is sponsored by Lily's Driftwood Bay by N-Circle Entertainment. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food. 
beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Show the world your smile. Be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, teens talk and the world listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. tuned in to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids channel Shh, turn off your phone another movie review is coming up hey welcome back i'm laney anderson and you're listening to kids first coming attractions we've been talking about the jungle book ratchet and clank lily's driftwood bay and april and the extraordinary world and right now i'm talking to abigail about ratchet and clank hi abigail how are you doing this evening i am doing great how are you i'm doing great thank you how did you feel about this film? I loved it. I felt like I felt really emotional because it was like some parts it was happy, some parts were sad, some parts were like energetic, and it, it, I really loved it. And it was really it made me feel like a lot of stuff. Like I'm, I love that Kevin and Will put a lot of like nice, nice like touching heart into it because he's the writer, producer, and director. What was the plot of this film? Uh, it's about, it's about the Ratchet and Clank when he always, when he was a little kid, he wanted to be a Galactic Ranger. So he tries out for the Galactic Rangers. And then after that, he says, you don't have what it takes. Cork says that, Captain Cork. And he gets really sad. And then all of a sudden, he finds, he finds Ratchet. And he's in this, like, spaceship, and then it's about to explode. Ratchet saves Clank, the little tiny robot that has more brains than, like, a thousand people. Like, he's, like, fairy, like, the smart little phone guy. And he, they were in this rocket ship, and then they saw fighting, and they saved the whole, that world, the, like, little Sonya galaxy, and then... After that, they became, like, they got to know people, and then Captain Cork got them on the team, and that's kind of what it's about, and they fought, and it's kind of, like, about the fighting galaxies, so that was really fun. Mm -hmm, That sounds really cool. So, from what you said, you know, like, the title is Ratchet and Clank, and also, um, and you said that, um, that they help save each other, or, like, Ratchet helps save Clank, or, like, the other way around, I'm not sure, but, um... What was their relationship like, like as friends? 
the relationship was kind of like heart touching because they become team. And at the kind of like the beginning, when Ratchet finds Clank, he, he Ratchet gets on the team because Clank helps him. And then I felt like I felt Ratchet. I felt Clank that felt a little sad because one of the ladies who were like one of the Galactic Rangers were like. They were together, and <laughs> Clank says, do they always treat you this poorly? And she says, no. And then Ashley says, that she says, yes, all the time. Because, so, and I felt like they had a good relationship, and then when they got used to each other, they got, like, they got familiar with what they did, and they had a great relationship. Like, the whole team got a relationship. Mm-hmm. So, I can tell that, well... You like this movie, right? Um, yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. But do you think that this movie may also appeal to the older audiences and, like, the teenagers and, like, the younger audiences as well? I think, like, I think old people, big people, teenagers, little kids, even babies will like it. I think that it's not violent, so that's perfect. And everything's perfect about it. Uh, it's really great. What was your favorite part of this film? My, oh my gosh, I have a bunch of favorite parts. Um, I loved when, um, I had two favorite parts. I liked when <laughs> they were in one of the girls, like, computer lab, and then after that, it's Taco Tuesday, and so Cork and Ratchet breaks through the cel- ceiling to get tacos. So, that was just, I... At my school, we always get Taco Tuesday, so that's great. (laughs) Yeah, that's really cool that you could relate to that. And this movie actually sounds pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, it's really funny. It was, like, a lot of laughs. I, uh, my eyes popped out of my head. It was so funny. And actually, it's just amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Do you feel that people who aren't familiar with this video game would also understand the movie, or do you think that they should be familiar with the video game first Um, before watching it? I think they would understand the movie still, because the movie is, like, based on the video game. And they're really similar about it, because actually when I was at the event, I played the video game. And I got used to it because the video game was just like it. It was kind of like the video game had, like, jumps and spins like the x to jump and spin and it was like very similar to the movie so i think people will also like get used to both of it you know i think that's really cool that like they have a video game and like this film and so that's really cool if you play the video game and then you can just watch it and it's you said like it's basically like the same and that's really cool but then it's nice that audience members will like still enjoy this film without having to do the video games first you are listening to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids network today we are talking about the jungle book ratchet and clink lily's driftwood bay and april and the extraordinary world and right now i'm talking to abigail about ratchet and clink so, did you learn anything new from watching this film? Oh, yes. I learned a lot of things. Like, one of the things were when we saw that Ratchet's dad said, "You, if you have to dream bigger to be bigger. But we also learned through the story, 
if you're still smaller, like tiny, like Ratchet, uh, uh, like Clank, and you're tiny, if you're small, you got, if you dream big and do the right thing. So I learned, we learned a lot of heart in it, and we learned a great lesson. So I think it would be great for little kids for the lessons. Yeah, I love it. I love the movies that teach younger kids a great message, just like this film. You don't have to be big to do to do the right things. You can be small to do the right things too. <laughs> I said, um, what is the genre of this film? Uh, what is the genre? It's like action, um, sci-fi, romance, comedy. Hmm. I think they didn't really have a lot of what's it called again? A lot of. Genre. Genre in it. Uh, but I think they had a lot of comedy in it, and they had they had some explosions too. But it's not like boo 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 like too. It's an action. It's an action animated action. But I don't think little kids will go for it like little babies. I think they won't be scared of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you could choose to meet one of the characters from this movie, who would it be? Ooh, well, I met Bella Thorne, who plays Cora. I met James Arnold Taylor, who plays Ratchet. And I met Kevin Monroe, the director. Hmm, I think i like to meet the guy who plays Clank. I really want to meet him. Because Clank really, really did sound like a robot. Mm-hmm, that's, that's really cool. And by the way, I'm, like, really jealous that you got to meet Bella Thorne because she's really cool. And so I did hear that you attended the premiere, and that's super cool. So what else did you do other than, like, the video game and video games and getting to interview the people? Well, I got to eat a bunch of food. It was delish. Actually, they had chocolate chip cookies, Reese's peanut butter cups, brownies, little like little mini peanut butter cupped chocolate whipped cream. I was like, oh, it's like a buffet. And I'm like, wow. And we got to take home the DVD, which is very nice. So the video game DVD. And so I'm glad that they gave the video game DVD and they gave us like a sheet to tell us what about Ratchet and Clank. So that's what we did there besides doing all of that fun stuff. Oh, and I looked around that beautiful hotel. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so gorgeous. Well, that's that's really cool. I hope to attend a premiere sometime because I actually haven't done that yet. What is your favorite <laughs> character? Ooh, oh my gosh. I have like a lot of favorite characters, but like I have two... My, my mainly favorite ca- characters are Ratchet and Clank. That's my, like, top two favorite characters. Mm-hmm. And what is your rating in eight, and what ages would you recommend for this film? Ooh, uh, I recommend eight to ten. Eight to ten. Mm-hmm. Well, and, then, think- and then how many stars would you give this film? I'd give it five out of five. If I could, I'd give it out a thousand out of a thousand. I love it. It's so great. (laughs) Okay, let's take a break. I'm Lenny Anderson, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Lily's Driftwood Bay. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. 
Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. To become a Kids First Film Critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the Tech Team, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh. Turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Lainey Anderson, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we've been talking about The Jungle Book, Ratchet and Plank, Lily's Driftwood Bay, April and the Extraordinary World, and Little Prince, The Planet of Bimalias. 
Hi, Shelby. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks. How did you feel about this film? Well, you know, I was really shocked when I first saw it because, you know, seeing a little kid traveling through space, it's an interesting plot. But I really was shocked when I found out that I enjoyed it so much because it was not only a journey, but there was a lot of like morals and lessons that I really could appreciate about the film. And, you know, the plot was very well developed and there was a lot of plot twists that were unexpected. Yeah, this film is animated, right? Yes, yes. Yes. So so this film looks like it could appeal more to the younger audiences. But then again, you said that you really enjoyed this film. So what do you think with the adults, like adults enjoying it or teenagers liking it more or little I, kids liking it? I mean, I'm not like a huge animation film fan, but I would say for this film, I recommend it to all audiences because like in most animation films, you feel kind of like, I don't know, you kind of know what's happening already and you you kind of get the gist of the plot but with this um there's like a lot of obstacles and struggles that the little prince goes through and through his journey with his best friend he has to learn that what's right what's wrong and i think that a lot of adults can appreciate the messages that they have and i think that kids can really appreciate it i mean i wish i had a film like this to watch when i was little because it's just it's uh it's inspiring yet very educational mm-hmm. but and actually, well and actually i do think that i have watched this film because my sister had you know been reviewing this so actually i had watched this film and i did enjoy it as well so can you tell us what the plot is Yeah, okay, so the little prince, he's in space, and he has to defeat the evil snake from destroying a bunch of planets. But not only does he have to defeat the snake, but he loses his memories. And so he kind of forgets who he is, and so he has to remember who he is before it's too late. And did the fox play a very big role in this show, or was it mostly just the prince? I would say the fox plays a very huge role, especially when the little prince loses his memories. He has to depend on fox for making him remember who he is and the powers that he possesses and all of the things that he's overcome. I I love the little fox. I mean, the fox is just, he's, he's great, and he's such a, a wonderful character to watch. Yeah, I, I loved the fox, too. I think he was actually my favorite character. What was your favorite character? I I feel bad when I say this because I know I shouldn't like him, but I like the snake. I'm usually not the, the person to like villains, but in this film I did. I think that the snake was the most well developed character and I loved his ability to reappear and disappear. And actor had such a great voice for snake. And it was just so like interesting to like see him appear and then disappear in a matter of seconds like I really enjoyed that Mm -hmm. and I like this kind of movies where you kind of have to like the bad person even though you know like you're not supposed to yeah absolutely (laughs) yeah do you think that some people may have found this a little boring since it is kind of like an animation or do you think that everyone would have enjoyed this? Well, I don't think people could find it boring because, I mean, it is like an 85-minute film. Like, it's short. And then also, if you get bored, you can break it up into chapters. Like, I think there's like five chapters and each one's like at least 15 minutes. And so it's like watching stories unreveal itself. And so I didn't find it boring. And I like the fact that I was able to pause it to like understand and then move on to the next thing. 
and I think it's I think it's really engaging with what's going on and all the action. You, you have to use your imagination a bit. So I, I think it was a really cool watching the film. I didn't get bored. Yeah, I think that this would this film would basically entertain like anyone. Did yeah. you learn anything new about this film? Like n- learn anything new, not about the film, but just like new. Yeah. When I was watching like the little prince losing his memories, I realized that all the mistakes that we've made and everything that has happened is what makes us human and what makes us who we are. And so to see him lose it and then regain them back, it reminded me that I shouldn't beat up myself for mistakes that I made because I wouldn't be the person I am right now without them. I think that's really cool that you can kind of like take this film and kind of like help it with your own, will help yourself with your own life or like make you realize something else. And that's really cool because this film was a pretty good film. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I loved it. I loved it. (laughs) What was the genre of this film? That's... It's pretty hard because uh, there's so many different things. I would say, like, there's action, there's a bit of mystery in it. Adventure, I would say adventure is the biggest thing for a genre. Mm -hmm. You are listening to the Kids First Coming in Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we are talking about The Jungle Book, Ratchet and Clank, Lily's Driftwood Bay, April and the Extraordinary Worlds, and The Prince, The Planet of the Bamalias. And right now, I'm talking to Shelby about Little Prince. What was your favorite scene? I would say my favorite scene would have to be when Fox is trying to remind the Little Prince of how they became best friends. And so going back to that memory... Um, the little prince had to choose between his beloved Rose and Fox. So to see him choose his best friend, I thought that was really cool. And I could really relate to that. And I felt like I was the little prince fighting to save his best friend from the evil snake. Mm -hmm. And speaking of that, did you kind of feel like throughout this film that you weren't just like watching it, but you were actually like there? Yeah, I, I really felt like I was in the film because like the little prince, he's, he's in a, he's in space, but he's not in like regular space. He's in like a different planet where, you know, there's, there's whales that are flying. Like, I felt like I had to use a lot of my imagination and I had to really like listen in to understand what was going on. And I really think that that creativity and imagination aspect of the film made me feel like I was in it with The Little Prince also. Mm-hmm. And I love those kind of movies where you feel like you're, you know, in the movie because that obviously like means that the movie's really good or that you really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. So do you think that this movie is family friendly? Oh, absolutely. I believe that this film is very family friendly. And I think that all kids, including teenagers, could really watch this film like on a family um, movie night. Did you? Well, was there any music to this film? Um, yeah, there, there was a, a bit of music. You know, it was lightly in the background, but when you could really hear the music is when the snake appears. So, like, there's one scene where the prince finally realizes that the snake tricked him. And so you just hear, like, this evil, creepy music in the background. But you don't see snake, and so you're waiting for that moment for him to appear. And then he appears out of nowhere. So they, they definitely use um, music effectively especially whenever the snake comes in or when they're going back to uh, a memory about the little prince. 
Mm-hmm. So it definitely sounds like the, the music added to this movie. Yeah, it did. It really did. Who would you recommend seeing this movie to? I would recommend it to, to all ages, but I think this specific kid um, group would be 4 to 10, really. I think it would be really valuable for them to watch it. Is there anything that parents should know before letting their kids watch this, or is it just mostly not scary whatsoever? I don't think there's anything that parents should be concerned about at all. I feel like this film is very kid-friendly, and there's just a lot of like lessons to learn about never giving up, choosing what's, what's right or what's wrong. So I think that this is a very educational film. It's, a, it's an opportunity for parents to talk to their kids about, you know, always choose the right thing do the right thing to do so yeah i i really think that you know nothing's wrong with it i didn't have any issues with it and i totally agree with all the themes and all the positive moral lessons Mm -hmm. and that's a great message what is your rating for this film and who would you recommend age-wise for this film i would give this film five stars out of five because i think it's just overall a great film i really enjoyed it and i would say four to ten and up I, i really i really think that everybody could really benefit from watching this film it's such a it has such a beautiful message and i love how the director was allowed to allow his creativity to create such a great film let's take a break i'm laney anderson and you are listening to kids first coming attractions today's show is sponsored by lily's driftwood bay your favorite voice america talk radio network shows and hosts are in your car outdoors and wherever you need them to be listen anywhere get our mobile app for iphone blackberry or android at the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or Android Market. To become a Kids First Film Critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? 
If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Show the world your smile. Be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, teens talk and the world listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Lainey Anderson, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about The Jungle Book, Ratchet and Clank, Lily's Driftwood Bay, and April and the Extraordinary World. And today I'm talking with Benjamin about April and the Extraordinary World. Hi, Benjamin. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great as well. Thank you. How do you feel about this movie? Um, I really enjoyed this film. The Just the general concept I thought was very interesting. Sort of changed the, like, the effects of history and portrayed this dystopia in the film. That I And I just really enjoyed the animation as well. And it's got a mix of sort of everything. It's got comedy. It's got action in some parts. It's kind of a sci-fi movie in a way. So I definitely enjoyed this film. Really mm-hmm. recommend And when I watched the trailer, I was like just like a little confused for some reason. So would, would you mind telling us the plot? Uh, it is a little confusing. So in the beginning, there, Napoleon III was trying to build this invincible army so he could be all-powerful during a war. The project went wrong and unleashed two creatures on the world. And... 50 years later, there's this young girl named April, and her parents are about to test this um, invincibility serum until they are pursued by the cops. And once they get away, her parents mysteriously disappear. So she was going to go to an orphanage, but she escaped the police office and decided to live on her own with her cat, talking cat, Darwin. And 
it's one day she there's a like a bionic rat cyborg thing and she hears her dad's voice in it and she's convinced her parents are still alive so with the help of her grandpa a guy named julius and her the cat darwin she intends to find her parents well this this actually sounds like pretty good but like really complex so you said yes. that this movie was like a little confusing so like what was confusing about it like other than was it for just some people who like haven't watched the beginning or haven't heard of the film or watched the trailer i could see how it would be very confusing when they just watch the film out of nowhere so if you're going to see the film i recommend you just watch a trailer for some retrospect around it so did you enjoy this film like a lot well i know that you well you said that you enjoyed this film but do you think that that, like other people would enjoy this film like the adults or the Um, teenagers or like really young young kids i think it's less angered toward younger kids because there is some scenes with like weapons sometimes and this is animated by the way and there's sometimes scenes of peril or people getting hurt but and there's also a little bit of history into it i feel like you might need to have a little bit of an understanding of the history just sort of know what's going on what has changed the movie has changed and there's also there's like an element of science around it i think teenagers might enjoy it because in most of the stuff that movies that come out for teenagers there's a dystopia so i think they might enjoy that aspect of it like a different world so mm-hmm. and this movie sounds really cool like i don't know i just i don't know i just might want to watch this movie because it just sounds really cool did you learn anything new about this movie i wouldn't say i learned anything it sort of gives you it's sort of for some reason because in this world they ran out of uh, scientists started disappearing, so they ran out of... They didn't get the same inventions we did till way later, or, like, at all. They Like, the entire world is pretty much controlled by steam. So it made me a little bit more thankful from some aspect of what we all have today and... Mm-hmm, that's really cool. innovation that we've gone through to get where we, to, we, where we are today. How did you think this movie movies animation was since it's an animated movie i thought the world itself looked really cool the animation on the characters it wasn't like it looked so realistic they all looked like real people the animation was good generally is character design but i just really enjoyed the design of the world that is portrayed in the film Yeah, that sounds really cool. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we are talking about The Jungle Book, Ratchet and Clank, Lily's Driftwood Bay, and April and the Extraordinary World. And right now I'm talking to Benjamin about April and the Extraordinary World. So since this film has subtitles, did you mind that it had subtitles or was it just fine? I'm sort of used to watching stuff with subtitles. Sometimes when I'm watching TV even, I'll like turn on subtitles, like captions to read what's going on. And, like, some of the stuff from Studio Ghibli or other foreign films, I don't have a problem with reading subtitles. And honestly, sort of gives me a better understanding if I don't hear something someone has said. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Because, like, I, I do watch movies with subtitles sometimes just because I miss what they're saying. And actually, I think that's, I don't know, I think that some people may, like, mind that this movie has subtitles or whatever. But actually, I, I think that that's helpful as well. What was your favorite scene? Uh, there's this really 
really cool scene where her grandpa's house like turns into this spider almost vehicle and there's this chase it's action probably the most action-packed part of the movie it really did keep me on the edge of my seat and it kind of reminded me of a film called Howl's Moving Castle by Studio Ghibli. Like, the design of the house reminded me of it. So, it also brought me back some memories. And I just thought the design of the house was really cool, but also borrowing from other stuff. Mm-hmm. That sounds really cool. Um, what was your favorite character? The cat, Darwin. Because he, he helps April make the, decision, make the right decisions. Like, never gave up on April, even in these absolutely crazy events on what she was doing and what she uncovered which I don't want to spoil so um but and he was just very funny she's more most of the comedy comes from the film and would you say that this film is also scary at some parts yeah like I said there are some scenes with like guns not really a lot but there's like one or two and there is some scenes of just people getting hurt which I could think would be scared for really little kids and you sort of have to know what's going on for younger kids it might be complex and also might be complicated for them like really complicated there was music in this film right yes yes okay so do you think that the music added or detracted from your enjoyment of this movie I didn't really notice the music very much. I mean, I'm sure from someone's point of view, they enjoyed it. I didn't really notice. It didn't add or detract from the film. It was just sort of there. Mm-hmm. If there was a message to this film, what would it be? It's a weird message that came out of this film for me. That's a good question. Be thankful for what you have and what has gotten us to where we are today. Yeah, I love those messages because it it's like don't take like what you have for granted or like just like how far we've gone today, which is really cool. Yeah, exactly. Do you think there's anything that parents should know before having their kids watch this film? It's a little bit scary probably. It's pretty, like I said, very complex for younger kids or just people in general if they don't really know or like haven't seen any videos or trailers or anything on YouTube or something like that. Um, if you're just going to see it based on reviews, uh, I think you could still probably follow what happens if you're an adult. If you're a kid with your parents, I think you will have trouble. Mm-hmm. What is your rating for this film? Four out of five stars. I really enjoyed this film. Definitely recommend it. And what ages would you rec- recommend? That's hard. That's a good question. Probably 10 to 16. I think, okay. adults will, I think adults will enjoy the film as well. Okay, and why would you say that? Um, because I just think it's sort of a different film, and I think they enjoy the story, especially if they're a sci-fi fan or, like, movies that have a little bit more to them than just action or stuff like that. There's it's Or just people who like not very simple stories. Mm-hmm. And I like those kind of movies that make you think and not just, like, relax. I mean, I enjoy those movies, too. But this movie sounds like an enjoyable movie. Thanks so much for joining us. You have been listening to the Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our latest, latest video reviews of new film and DVD releases and learn how you can become a, fil- a kids' film critic, too, go to www. 
kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out our blog in the teen section of Huffington Post. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media on the Voice America Kids Network. Today's show is sponsored by Lily's Driftwood Bay. I'm Lainey Anderson. Thanks for listening. you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know more about which movies are playing and can make an informed decision. Tune in again next week. Listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids.